You awake? I'm here. Barely. Barely. Yawning. It's fine. Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Did you not sleep enough last night? Uh, I got to bed late. Okay. I got to bed late. Why, why, why were you up uh, like praying or something? Oh wow, that's funny to you. Oh, no, the fact that you and Jesus juke me like that. I'm not Jesus. I'm asking. I, I showed you photos. Oh, I thought that was from a different night. Goodness, I oh, showed you, were you out photos. Partying. No, no. Okay. So Michelle, we had a date night. Oh. So I planned this. So, and she didn't know about it. It was fantastic. Oh, so it was a surprise double date. Well, no, it, it was different. It was like okay, so you took Michelle out as I, a surprise date. Correct. So okay. the kids actually told her because they're like, oh. "Hey, look on the calendar here. It says you get." There's a, a dinner reservation, but only for two. But there's five of us, mommy. And she's like, um. <laughs> so how is it a surprise if you have it on the calendar? Huh? Because I didn't tell her about it. Then I had already gotten the babysitter. Everything was But set. if it's on the calendar. Yeah, I know. I was, but oh, she doesn't, she doesn't read the calendar. That's, that's it. I've, I've learned that. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so I can put whatever I want. I hide all my secrets on the calendar. <laughs> but uh, so no, we went, we went out for dinner. And then uh, we left there, went to another spot, and that's where we had another couple meet us, or I had another couple meet us um, for uh, after dinner yeah. drinks. We had some wine and for dessert. I'm not. I don't have a sweet tooth, so like my dessert is. I don't. Why are you looking like this? You make desserts. No, I don't eat them. Really? No, I don't. Mm, you I'm like not, the savory? Yeah. Okay. So like, you know, I go there and I get like a. You know, my dessert's like a a, a cheese board. Like a chimichanga? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Like, like, a, like a cheese board. <laughs> Got it. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Let's let's get some, you know, cheese mm-hmm. and wine and yeah. I'm happy. And yeah. So yeah, it was a great evening. Nice. Great. Fantastic. And then I woke up early just because I'm just so, my body's just so used to it. Right. So I was like, ah. And once I get up, like I see the sun, I'm like, I can't go back to bed. Right. I just can't go back to bed. Well, you know, we had an elders meeting today. Yep. And tonight- Elders Fellowship. That's right. I was just checking on the grill. Okay. I'm checking on the grill right now. How can you check on your grill from here? Wi-Fi. Or actually, they call it Wi-Fi. So your grill, when did you get this grill? Oh. uh, This just happened, didn't it? No, no, no. Uh, Father's Day. When was that? June? Yeah. So, oh, but have you had it? It must have been in the garage, right? You didn't have it set up? Yeah, set up. I haven't seen it. I've been over there. Yeah, you've been over, I would say. It's like- You have a new grill? You walk right by it. That tiny thing? That, what a tiny thing? That thing's massive. No, you didn't have it up then. Okay, okay it doesn't I, matter. It doesn't okay, matter. Anyways. Your, your grill has Wi-Fi capabilities that it, so can, I can, it tells so, you. So, yes, I could tell right now. I set it at 225, and it's right now at 116. The probe's at 128. I don't have a goal for that yet. And it's 90% uh, it's it's ninety percent capacity for uh, the pellets, for the wood pellets. Okay, okay. And I can put a timer on it. And, ooh, you know what I'm going to do? Super smoke. I put out super smoke mode. If now, um, for those that would know, yeah. you know it's a Traeger. I got the Traeger <laughs> Timberline thirteen hundred. Love it. Let's see. You might be too young, but if Robin Leach was still alive, Robin Leach, he would lifestyles of the rich and famous. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't believe you know Robin Leach. Of course. Oh, that's so funny. Because <laughs> so you're ten years younger than me, and, and like, and I'm you no, know, no. I remember. Okay. I remember watching oh, some of those. Oh my goodness! Those yes, yeah. Robin Leach. That's he would be talking to you. Oh, that's great. Uh, um, Uh-oh. Uh, alert. Yeah, I just... Uh, it's danger. <laughs> the, the too, too strong a wind? <laughs> uh, no, no. It's <clears throat> telling me it's like, ooh, 
slow ignition warning. Please check pellets. I'm, t- I'm texting Michelle. Okay. Get on the girl. So, no, man, it's fantastic. So, pretty soon, uh, in 15 minutes, mm-hmm. the ribs go on. Oh. The ribs. So, so you're not even doing the cooking. Yeah, yeah. I'm just having Michelle start it. That's yeah, all I got to do. But you're then, not doing it. She's putting it on. You know what the best part is? I can, I've done it even, uh, we'll be at church and mm-hmm. I'll throw something on before I come to church. Right. And I have it and I set it and I can watch it. And once it's ready, like the thing, I hit like, keep warm. Yeah. And then we get home and it's ready. Nice. Bam. Pretty good. That's pretty nice. All I right. like it. Well, it's. Um, oh, and we're going to have chicken. <clears throat> Here's the thing. People make ribs, right? People make ribs. People make chicken. People, I'm going okay. to making those tonight but, and brats. Okay. But there are different methods for making chicken yes. and for making ribs. And the method, method by matters. which you make those ribs and chicken does matter. Oh, it does. So like Michelle's bomb. And I didn't ask for a whole story, but go ahead. Oh, never mind. <laughs> no, just Michelle's bomb. Okay. Well, like she'll, she'll do like, like fast, fast and like high. So, you know, oh. like the heat is like. 500 and it's in the she wraps them in foil throws them in the oven for like an hour and they come out and it's like i mean they're fine well, these are ribs these are yeah, ribs yeah, yeah. but me i i these yeah. will be on for six hours right like, even, low when, when i make barbecue chicken on the grill they're in there for 45 minutes to an hour they're just legs yeah and it's just like just cooking them nice and slow and <clears throat> well just like with barbecue and the method uh the method by which we baptize people in the church matters yep Mm-hmm. We're talking mode, people. Bang. We're talking so, mode, but we're gonna skip oh, over ninety nine. We're gonna skip ninety nine. So, wh- wh- can we can we move on past your app? No, no, I'm, I'm pulling oh, the question. Okay. Up. Right, How okay. dare you? I thought you were going back to your app. You're no, all excited. No, you're more excited about your app than uh, than the sixty eight nine confession. For, well, first of all, we're doing the Baptist catechism. Yeah, I know. Okay, so no, uh, ninety nine. We're skipping over. It says, "Are the infants of such you know, believers?" Mm-hmm. As uh, oh, sorry, are the infants of such as are professing believers to be baptized? Answer: The infants of such as are professing believers are not to be baptized because there is neither command or example in the holy scriptures or certain consequence from them to baptize such. Okay. So why are we skipping that? Why 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 won't oh, we talk yeah, about it? We, but I mean, no need to read it because uh, we say we're skipping it. But the reason we're skipping it is because we've addressed the issue in the past quite a bit, and we're spending a lot of time on the baptism stuff. And so we're trying to wrap up baptism as we move into the Lord's Supper. And I don't. Um, I'm afraid that yeah. I might agree with it. Okay. <laughs> well, you should agree with it. No, I mean like I mean like, wait, yeah. Why would you be afraid that you would agree with 99? I got lost. I got lost. All right. So let's look at question 100. Question 100. Here we go. How is baptism rightly administered? Baptism is rightly administered by immersion or dipping the whole body of the party in water into the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, according to Christ's institution and the practice of the apostles, and not by sprinkling or pouring of water or dipping some part of the body after the tradition of (laughs) feet. (laughs) So here's the thing, guys. Okay, let's just say this on the front end. As Baptists, we do believe mode matters. Um, And in fact, the early church believed that mode matters. The early church actually wrote about mode and and the method. Uh, And so what I want to say is this. We're going to argue that the mode matters, but we understand that it is still a more complicated subject than many mm-hmm, Baptists want to make mm-hmm, it out to mm-hmm, be. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we still try to be generous with our Lutheran and Presbyterian friends who practice this differently, uh, because especially with the Presbyterians, 90 plus percent of what we're going to say about baptism is the same. Uh, and then when yeah. we get to mode and uh, you know candidates, then we, we do differ. But um, 
and there are always situations in which you, you know, it's like, oh, what about a person who is on their deathbed and they're confessing Christ and they want to be baptized, but you can't get them into a tub. Can you baptize them in some other way? A lot of people like myself tend to be pretty hard and it's like, it's immersion, it's immersion only, you mm -hmm. can't do it. But historically, like churches uh, have wrestled with that and like it might pouring at that point be a concession be to make. Yeah. So listen, I'm, I'm not saying it is or it isn't. I'm just saying like, we understand that this is more complicated than many Baptists want it uh, mm. to sometimes appear. All right, Jimmy. Yes. Uh, immersion, baptism is readily administered by immersion and uh, dipping the whole body in water. Mm -hmm. In the name of the Father, the Son, and uh, the Holy Spirit. Um, when you look at Bedham's exposition mm -hmm. of this, uh, you know he says, "Does baptism appear to be by immersion for the action of the person administering?" And he says, "Yes." And then it points down to Philip going down into the water and baptizing the eunuch. Right. So yeah. when we when we look at at these passages, there's frequently places. Oh, there's plenty of water here. Mm -hmm. uh, it does. Seem, well, even yeah, Jesus himself going down into right. the water, being brought back up in Matthew. Right. Now I know you could say like, well, he goes down into the water, and they just they're taking water and they're pouring it on him, but the the word itself, and I know this is there's going to be debate about this, but the word itself does generally mean to dip or to immerse. Uh, mm -hmm. Bapto baptizo. You dip. We dip. He dip. That's right. That is that is biblical mm -hmm. and cultural. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's good. <clears throat> so, um, so let's just let's just say this: uh, when you look in the scripture, mm -hmm. there's there's not tons of crystal clear communication about mode. Yeah, but I do think it is implied. Okay, um, and I and I do think it is it is a is a fair interpretation of the word and of. Um, of, of the example that we see, even, even Calvin himself uh, in his institutes, I don't have the quote on me right now, but Calvin is in his institutes admits, yeah, no, that they were, yeah, in the New Testament, it was immersion. Like they were, they were immersed in the water, but he just didn't think that mode was critical. Hmm. He's like, the mode isn't the point, right? It's like, just like the way that you observe the Lord's Supper might differ from the way that they observed it in the New Testament. Uh, so the mode isn't as, you might have, individual cups or you might have one cup you know mm, you might mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You, well, i'm not going to argue that dipping is okay the bread <laughs> it's the one time i'm against dipping the only time <laughs> so um so but even when you look back at um at the early church one of the one of the earliest documents we have post apostles is the didache mm. now uh didache means teaching and so it's a short little thing that um and i have it up here what is it? It's like, it's 16 chapters, but each chapter is maybe 50 words. Okay. Uh, it's, it's not long at all. And so this was written sometime after the apostles, um, you know, before, I think before 200 um, AD, but uh, so it's definitely early. And in chapter seven, here in the Didache, they do seem to be arguing that not only that immersion was normal, uh, and then it has a concession in certain cases. Uh, but that also seems to demonstrate that even in the early church, mode did matter. So listen to chapter seven. But concerning baptism, thus baptize. Having first recited all of these precepts. Okay, so in other words, what they've already covered is doctrine, right? So there has to be instruction and in yeah, teaching yeah, yeah, before yeah. you baptize somebody. Then you baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in running water. 
So in other words, you've got to get to a, a body of water, yeah. uh, running water to get down in there. But if you don't have running water, baptize in some other water. So river, good. Pond, okay, that's if it is, is not as good. Now, I don't know why that matters, uh, you know, unless they're drawing that inference from scripture. But, um, but you can see mode matters to them because they're saying like, well, okay, running water is best. If not, then go to some other kind. Uh, and if you can't baptize in cold, then use warm water. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, so now, now how cold? much of us have, yeah. we've all been mm-hmm. disobeying. Yeah, I like to heat that water up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have access to cold water. Yeah, but we heat it. <laughs> no, we, we heat that thing. It goes on. Um, but if you have neither, right, uh, the w- water, like r- still water or running water that you can immerse somebody in, uh, then pour water three times on the head in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So in other words, what you should be doing is immersion. But if you're providentially hindered, the Didache says, then go ahead and pour. Hmm. But before the baptism, let him who baptizes and him who is baptized fast previously, and any others who may be able, and thou shalt command him who is baptized to fast one or two days before. So, I mean, that's a pretty early document where mm. they're arguing for mode and implying that well, immersion is normative. Now, now, is it, fair, is it fair to reference a document that we're not, like, so to me, okay, I'm going to try to play the other side, right? Okay. How is it then that you're going to reference that document as mm. support of your argument when we don't do the other things, when we can? Oh, right. My right? my argument is that mode mattered in the early church. That's my argument. I'm not saying like that we should do what they do. Okay. My argument is, is like the early church thought that mode mattered and the early church recognized that. But, so, but yeah, if, they, if we're looking to them for that, then why wouldn't we go with everything else? Because I'm not arguing that it's a perfect document. I'm arguing that in the early church. Ah, it agrees with your viewpoint. So we're going to cherry pick. Go. No, not at all. No, I'll play with no. you. It, it's that it, it is supporting the general idea, right? And so, and then it, it, you can see the concessions that it makes, right? So mm, it's like, mm-hmm, it's, it's always making concessions. So I like that it's actually generous in this. It's like, well, because it's not, it's not like these are super concrete rules. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, do it this way. If you can't, all right, then do it this way. Do it this way. And if you can't, well, then do it this way. I wonder so, if just the river one was like, because Jesus was in the river. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Or like Jordan. Or, you know, is it, it quote unquote, sins being carried away? You know what I mean? Right. Or I the fact know. that sometimes when people get in the water, you know, they relieve themselves and you want it to carry, be carried away from you. You don't, want, you don't want to be in that still water when that situation happens. You know, like at your pool party. Why are you? Yeah, we just talked about this. <laughs> right, so, Stop. all right. So, um, all I'm all I'm saying is is that we mode matter. You can look at the early church, and you know, you can look at uh, at Chrysostom and others. Like they they they'll talk about the importance of mode. So, some people say mode doesn't matter, and maybe and maybe it doesn't. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we're wrong. But it's not like it's a crazy idea for us to say that mode matters. That's mm-hmm, that's really mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Okay. All right, so back to this um, oops, scriptural exposition. So, yeah. go ahead. Oh, no, no, yeah. yeah. Uh, into the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, according to Christ's institution mm-hmm. and the practice of the apostles. So, yeah, this th- this is what we're saying is like we see immersion uh, as, as normative, mm-hmm. something that the 
apostolic church did mm-hmm. um, and jesus commanded go and uh, go therefore right uh and and make disciples yep. pre- preach the gospel and baptize them in the name of the father son and the holy spirit right and so so in our catechism we get very clear here not by sprinkling or pouring of water or dipping some part of the body um <clears throat> so there were even like so even then that it can't, it's got to be the whole body Mm. can be some mm-hmm. and so there are some you know early church traditions that mention like just dipping the head in if you can't you oh know, like mm. so there's 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 different ways of understanding this and so while the catechism is something that i agree with like we shouldn't be sprinkling or pouring i think we should immerse the whole body um at the same time i personally want to recognize like well okay but there's a we could we could be wrong in drawing super hard lines i recognize that and that i do understand that some churches um, are willing to make concessions when hindered from doing it in an And I think that's the part way. when hindered. Yeah. If you're making the concession out of convenience, that's not that's, yeah, that's totally. different, right? Mm-hmm. But when it's because, you know, things are being hindered because you're you're, you know, in the underground church and yeah. you have to make concessions on how you, you know, right. go about things. Listen, I still believe that honors God. I still believe yeah. it glorifies God and uh I I believe it's received uh uh well, you know, yeah, um, and so yeah, when we talk about these hard and fast lines, it's it's more about when people stray away because they don't want to do it, right, right, for some odd reason, rather than they can't do it. Yeah, and I, th- this is important because what we're, what we're not saying is we're not saying is scripture is unclear or that doctrine doesn't matter, but some things you have to be baptized. That's clear. Um, I, I think it's clear that the practice was immersion, and I think mode matters. But, okay, so if there is a providential hindrance, is it right or wrong to make some sort of concession? Um, I think it could be fine. And this doesn't mean that we're not taking these things seriously. But I do think it's important for us to say, and we've said this before, uh, sometimes we can be so ideologically driven mm-hmm. that we become uh, – practically ineffective and again these are we're talking about extreme ex- circumstances yeah the, 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 we're talking about like okay yeah, here we are deathbed person can't get out is pouring okay and now i know what a lot of christians with a lot of baptists are like well the thief on the cross the thief on the cross died without being baptized and i would say well our argument isn't is it is it possible to die without being baptized and go to heaven of course yeah that's mm-hmm, totally yeah, we see that mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. if there is the opportunity yes and yet there isn't the opportunity to do it by immersion, but there's an opportunity, a chance to do something. And maybe you would argue, well, like, that's just not baptism. And that's fine. And, and, and that may be the, the, the right view. Just saying that I like that um, when we look back to the early church, we do see some compassionate and um, some compassionate concessions. That's all. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay. So we would say don't sprinkle. Mm-hmm. Don't pour, do the harder thing and immerse. But uh, we respect and love our Pado Baptist brothers and sisters who sprinkle uh, their babies. That's, you know, whatever. Look, I get mad at that. What about question 101? 101. All right. So, Joe, what is the duty of such who are rightly baptized? It is the duty of such who are rightly baptized to give up themselves to some particular and orderly church of Jesus Christ that they may walk in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. Get in your church. That's right. That's right. right. So we do want that. We uh, we do believe that, you know, uh, listen, and it's, it's even implied here. You can be baptized and not automatically be a part of a church um but 
you ought to, if you're being baptized, then you, you ought to plug into it. Okay. What happened? Nothing. Sorry. Just something, uh, something with the grill. Oh, you're having a grill issue. Yeah. Why don't you try to focus on our time? This yeah. is us, our time. No, I know. It's not grill time. I know. Okay. What happened? No, no, it's fine. It's just, it's just whatever. No, no. Share. no, People no, wanna know. People it, wanna know. no, it just needs to ignite, you know, and it's just not igniting, but we'll figure it out. Okay. So, um, so this, this is kind of a big picture thing, right? What yeah. is the duty of those who are baptized? You can get into the weeds with this, uh, but the catechism says, oh, uh, join a local church mm-hmm. so that you can actually uh, begin to follow the Lord in the way that he commands. Why is joining a church so important? Why is being a part of a local assembly so important? Well, because you're with, uh, you're with other brothers and sisters in Christ that are going to hold you accountable mm. and encourage you to grow in your faith. Right. Like as you've made this declaration, you know, of, uh, as you made this declaration of faith in Christ, then your brothers and sisters are going to come alongside you and they're going to hold you accountable. They're going to mm. encourage you. They're going to rebuke you and, um, and they're going to be praying for you and, and you, they're going to, you guys, there's going to be mutually serving of right. one another as you gather together to worship God and as you uh, collaborate together to proclaim the gospel. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big believer in this. I, I, we, I know we both are because you re- and we, we try to say this and I, we try to say it very carefully, but very strongly. And that is that you can't really obey God and do the things he calls you to do apart from the local church. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, and I, I love to point out those one another passages in scripture. Um, when you look at those one another passages, these are, these are all the commands that tell us how to interact with each other, how to treat one another. Uh, you can see that you can't do these things and practice these things if you aren't a part of a local body. Here are just a few. Be at peace with each other. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Honor one another above yourselves. Live in harmony with one another. Stop passing judgment on one another. Accept one another then, just as Christ has accepted you. Instruct one another. Um, have equal concern for each other. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Confess your sins to each other. Pray for each other. You can see, and there's a bunch more, that it's in the context of the local church where brothers and sisters, I know you don't like this, but do life together. Mm-hmm. But they, they share their lives. They, um, they befriend one another. They fulfill the, the mission of the church together. Um, they, they submit themselves to the Lord together. That's where we begin to really work out so many of the commands. Now, those aren't all the commands, right? Because we've got the love our neighbor. We got to yep. go out and show works of mercy towards those outside the church. But even then, we do that as members of the body of Christ. That's right. That's right. So I think that that's um, you know a, a pretty important thing. I don't think that uh, that it's a healthy idea to encourage people to follow Jesus on their own without being plugged into a local church. I know that churches have problems. Our churches, have, our church has problems. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no perfect church, but to encourage people to try to follow Christ on their own is, is encouraging people to um, walk in very slippery places where they're likely to fall and get hurt. Mm. Like you said, Jimmy, we need the correction. We need the accountability. We need the encouragement. We need the lifting up, mm-hmm, right? We need mm-hmm. the, we need that kind of protection. And, um, and God calls us to love one another in the church. That's what the, like one of the big calls in the New Testament. And you can't do that if you separate yourself from God's people when they're gathered. Yeah.
Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online on Instagram, Twitter, at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DocTionDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast. We have the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. We got that fresh pot every Monday and Thursday. We got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we got that all-access exclusive content. You got Banter Truth on Tuesdays and your weekday wisdom Monday through Friday. Head on over to DocTionDevotion.com slash all-access to get in on it today. Later.